this is the Big Bravely Podcast, hosted by me, Sherry Geis. I want you to have a big, brave life, and I'm here to clarify all the little fears that get in your way. Because the truth is, you get to live the life you want, starting now, finally. Hi, I'm Sherry Geis. I'm a life coach. I'm going to talk to you today about fear. Fear is why I got into the business that I'm in. I remember having a conversation with a friend years ago, I don't know, five years ago, about how I thought fear was an illusion. I maybe had been reading too much Eckhart Tolle, but I was just convinced that I needed to help everybody understand that fear wasn't real, that it was just a thought, and that if we could become fearless, we'd have a lot better life. We'd have less stress. We'd have more good stuff. So I was wrong a little bit. Um, Sure, fear can trick us into thinking that certain things are true that aren't true. But fear serves a purpose. And the bigger thing I had wrong in there is that fear is real. Like you can't be fearless. There's there's a certain um, medical condition that's a result of a viral infection that eats your amygdala. Um, those people are fearless. They also have a lot shorter lifespan because we need fear. We need to be afraid when it's appropriate so that we can take care of ourselves, so that we can be safe. But fear is not very handy when you are trying to... Um, have brave conversations or take big risks in your career or do something just super outside of your comfort zone, fear can really stop you. And I'm going to get a lot further into that as we go along this podcasting journey. But I want to back up a little bit and talk about like, why do we have fear? Why is it important? Um, fear is part of this safety-seeking mechanism in our brain. Um, I think it's important to realize that, that it's serving a purpose sometimes, and a lot of the time it isn't. So when fear is useful, let's say you're stepping off of a curb and there's a car coming like fear like takes action and and has you step back or throw your body back you have an immediate response so that you stay safe uh if there's a bear nearby which has happened to some friends of mine camping you know suddenly there's a bear in the campground and they have to take quick action they have to uh mobilize their bodies and get to safety and that's part of your stress response. That's part of your automatic physiology. And it's awesome. It keeps you safe. But, um, we, that, that, that automatic need, like that automatic safety seeking thing, we can kick into that when there's not a bear, when there is no real threat, we can just kick into that when we are scared about losing someone or worried about what people will think. Uh, 
And I think that's probably where I was um, at when I was thinking years ago that fear isn't real. Fear is an illusion. Um, yeah, it, it doesn't ha- you don't have to follow the orders of fear, but it does take some self-awareness. And I think that's what I'm really going to be after with regards to this podcast that, that I'm recording, bringing to you imperfectly is that I want people to have more facility with this fear, have more facility with their own physiology and have a wildly deeper self-awareness than what we were raised to have. Think about the last time you got afraid. I'm you know, maybe you heard something in the night, you know, a weird noise or something outside your door, but I'm more after of the social fear. Think of the last time that you got afraid of a person or a conversation or a boss or afraid of what someone might have thought of you. How could that have gone differently? How do you wish that would have been? How was it? And, and how do you think that knowing more about fear and how it behaves in your body could really shift that? What if you went into that brave conversation with the knowledge that you weren't going to be humiliated, that you weren't going to be judged, that whatever the person on the other side of that conversation has to say is not going to have a catastrophic impact on you. What would life be like? It, I can tell you, I can tell you because I've experienced the shift from fear to braveness. I've helped a gob of clients and, um, yeah, private clients and group coaching clients go from that old way to a new way. And what it gets people doing is moving forward in their life. We spend a lot of energy not having conversations. I mean, we're still having them. Don't get me wrong. We're still having them, but we're having them in our heads. You know, we're having, you know what, you know what I should have said to him? Okay, here's what I should have said. That we do a lot of that, right? Or often when I'm talking with someone, they, well, you know, I thought this and this thing and that thing and this thing. And I pause and say, well, did you say that out loud? Oh, well, no, no, no. I I can't say that to them. And I'm like, why not? And, you know, maybe sometimes you can't say that to somebody. But oftentimes there's, there's some space to be able to what we call speak your truth, to say what's on your heart. Um, they don't have to like it. They don't have to receive it well. And that's, and I'll, I'll get into that in a future episode when I talk about agency. But because everybody gets to be an agent of their own life. But once you've had the brave conversation, once you've acknowledged the thing that you're afraid of, and you go forward bravely, and you do it anyway, then you're going to have more information. You're going to have more data to make your next step, to learn the truth, 
to get clarity. All these things that people want. I talk to so many people who just want a plan. Can you just give me a plan? Tell me what to do next and I'll do it. I was talking to a client yesterday about this. This is a big thing for her, wanting to have certainty. And I said, well, okay, let's, let's just play that out. Like, what would happen if this person that you consulted gave you entirely all the steps that you need to take? Like, gave you the total plan incomplete. Like, do you want to give all of your choices over to another person? No. The answer was no, no, she did not. Um, And has never been somebody who really likes to do that. She was just being confused. And we really worked through a lot of cool fear stuff on that call. So what I can promise you is this one little episode is not going to resolve all the fear in your life. Like, that's not a thing that's possible. But... What I want is to shine a light on what this stuff really is so that you can see it for what it really is, because that is where it's true, how it's illusionary. Um, It it says it's one thing, but it's actually something else. Um, We're going to go way deeper into this stuff as we go along, because Self-awareness is not binary, not even a little bit. There's a lot of nuance. There's paradigm shifting. There's paradoxes. There's an unfortunate amount of paradoxes. It's very disappointing. I would love for things to be straightforward, but that's just not the way it works. At least not from where I'm sitting. At least not for people who are interested in living bravely which is the people that I most want to work with. Um, and those are the people who most inspire me. I, I'm not in this for uh, fame and fortune. I'm in this to help people have a better life, to have more ease, to have better relationships, not just romantic, but with their kids or with their coworkers. I mean, you spend... 40, 50, um, I bet some of you spend 60, but we spend a lot of time with people that we work with. And if we're always afraid of them or always um, defending ourselves against them, like that's a miserable length of time to be in that mindset each week. And that way of being has a huge impact on your health and your wellness. And we're, we're going to talk about all those things. I suppose the biggest takeaway from this particular episode is that I want you to know that fear is real and is wonderful when the context is right and is not serving your life when the context is wrong. When fear is keeping you from connecting to people you care about or people you respect, when fear is preventing you from getting really real with your therapist, when fear is 
having you downplay your symptoms at your doctor's office when fear is keeping you playing really small in your life, keeping you in a day job for 20 years that's sucking your soul and leaves you exhausted by the end of the day because it just feels wrong, but you're doing it because you think there's some rule that you have to do that job. That's no way to live. Like I am, I'll die on this hill. I don't think it's being idealistic to be able to live a life that feels good in your bones. It doesn't mean that that life is going to be easy all the time. I've been living this way for a number of years now, and it is not easy, but it is deeply fulfilling and far more interesting and authentic. So I think that's all I have to say about fear for the moment. I wish you well. Thanks for listening. Have a great day. This podcast is produced by Mostly Harmless Media. Many thanks to them and to Casey Clifford for her beautiful music. And thank you, my dear listener, for reclaiming time for yourself. You are worthy of this care and so much more.